You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. And uh, this is the week after Labor Day. Everything is moving into autumn. I was going to say back to normal, back to school, back to routine and stuff, but it most certainly isn't. Um, we've been off for, for, we were off last week. I uh, had a show the week before, off the week. Summer schedule is over. Dave, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. And, uh, and how are I guess how are you? Did you did you enjoy as much as you could um, this summer? Maybe a little less travel than you might have liked to have had. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a weird one. In some ways, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the solitude and the quiet and the feeling that I didn't have to be in a hundred different places at the time because I couldn't. Right. Um, in a way, I feel like we were all like at least I, I was sort of on a, a forced vacation. But I also feel really fortunate. Um, I have clients that didn't um, that weren't hurt terribly, so I kept employment through the through the whole time. Um, and uh, you know, the incidentally, I, I don't want to speak of COVID as as if it's over. It most certainly isn't. Um, Canada, where where, where you and I ha- uh, live had a remarkably a relatively good experience relative to our, to our American cousins but we're in what appears to be a second wave now so the crisis is, is isn't over but it seems almost normal now eh it it is and I mean we we had I, I think from from that context and I know we'll, we'll move on because we got a lot of tech to cover but on that one I think we we oddly benefited from we reacted I would just pretty well early on and so now yes the the numbers are creeping up a little bit but we the medical community everybody we all kind of know a little more a lot more about what to do how the treatments work this that the other thing so how to do tracing right like all that sort of stuff is is in place um so incidentally just worth mentioning i had my own covid test this week and uh 
weird experience, but I got just got back the results negative. So yay. Um, Good. But uh, yeah, have you, have, you, have you had a COVID test yet? Have you actually had a test done? I, I have not. Um, and I've been curious as to what that feels like. It's but, uh, honest to goodness. And I, I, I don't, it's, it's not a weird, it's not a painful feeling at all. But it honestly feels like the front of your brain, the part that you can't touch yourself, um, gets tickled. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. Like they, they stick that thing so far back there up your nose. Um, I swear. And then they turn it over 10 times. And I swear it was like my uh, <laughs> my, 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 my brain was, was, was being nudged. <laughs> Q-tipping from the inside. Something like, like that. Yeah. Speaking of your brain being nudged, how did you feel about um, – let, let, let's start off with a bag today just for kicks. All right. Google Ads hiding search term data from, uh, from search marketers. <sighs> Yeah, thank you, Christy Olson from Bing. <laughs> coming to your uh, defense, absolutely. <laughs> coming to our defense. Um, here's here's the thing. If I go into a restaurant, let's say I go into McDonald's and there's there's a few of us there, or order on the mobile app because that's, you know, probably a better route to go right now. And I order a whole bunch of stuff and I go and I, I pick up that bag of stuff and I take it home. I want to be able to look at that receipt and go, here's a list of all the stuff that I got for the money that I gave them. And then for Google to come out and go, by the way, we're going to be taking away some of that. So you're just going to have to trust us. We charged you. It was fair. We have your best interest at heart. No, you don't. <laughs> you just don't. Um, and, and that's okay. I, I just, I find it really suspicious that all of a sudden they're getting hit with like, First time they're they're losing a little bit of ground in the revenue, right? I mean, they're not losing ground relative to, to other engines, but they're losing ground. They they didn't profit as much in this quarter. Yeah, they're not making a gajillion dollars as they're, fast they're, as they were last as, quarter. As, as they were last quarter, exactly. So now all of a sudden they want to hide some of this data from us, and they'll call it low level. And it's true, it is low level. So if it's low level, first off, show it to us. It's not a problem. Um, and B, some of that low level in aggregate matters, right? Like. You see one thing in there and you go, I'm going to negative out this one thing because I never want to see the word cheap again. That could have saved you thousands of dollars over a year among a bunch of low level terms. So. Well, you see, see, Google finds this only affects 1% or so of your ad spend. So it's not a big deal, right? Right. And, but then you, you, of course, you look at how much money does Google make in ad spend and now they've just increased that by 1%. That's I can't a lot help of free money. I, mean, I, I don't, it's, it's, it's I can't believe they're doing this to yeah. to to uh, to to to, to uh, SEMs, uh, people who work in the in the cost per click, per click or PPC world. Um, there is a little bit of I got to admit in some of the forums I, I hang out in, there's a little bit of SEO Schadenfreude happening because <laughs> this is like where they took all the keywords away. Yeah. Uh. Well, except words. I mean, because because well, no, it's not because keywords are. SEOs or were SEOs bread and butter. Yeah. Just like um, managing bids and keeping track of the money is a really good SEM's bread and butter. Mm -hmm. And Google can't, Google did, but they shouldn't be taking that power from, uh, from the community, from, from, I don't know, from their champions, really. Well, we're the ones that, that give the money. What I think, I, I have a feeling that this will work to their benefit in a very short term and among advertisers who do not understand what, what they're doing, right? Like sort of mom and pops, DIYers, but who aren't really, really paying attention to what's going on. But what I, I, I worry 
quote unquote, for their sake is all of a sudden I'm going to be coming in and going, okay, anything, just negative, anything. If it could trigger something that I don't want, even if I might catch some stuff that would be good, I have to just now just, you know, knee jerk reaction, put in a bunch more negatives or just not launch those campaigns that are meant for my sort of, I refer to it as like the shotgun approach, right? Like mile wide inch thin. I'm just here to capture like a bunch of stuff. I, I might pull back on, on budgeting for those ones because I will not be able to tell what is and, and what isn't working. End of day, the only thing that really matters is CPA, right? Like that's, I mean, depending on the campaign type, right? I'm running one right now where it's reaching impressions. But in, in general, you have your metrics. If you're getting those, you're, you're probably fine. But this is where we would fine tune and they're trying to take away our ability to fine tune. And, and they basically want us to turn it over to their machines. And uh, no. <laughs> well, if you want to uh, be part of the, um, I don't know, I'm, not, I, I'm really not big on petition drives, but there's a petition drive at, ch at change.org. Um, I just posted the link for Dave. We will probably post, we'll post it on our Facebook, our Twitter feeds, and stuff like that. Um, you can find the link over at uh, Search Engine uh, Roundtable um, article published today. Uh, Greg Finn is the person who uh, started the change.org petition. And um, you know what? It can't hurt. Mm -hmm. um, Google may track you for the rest of your days, but it, it, honestly, it can't hurt if you if you sign this petition and 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 uh, show a little bit of industry heft. But uh, I'm honestly not sure if petitions really do much in this no, day and age. I, I, I don't you know? think they do. But on, <laughs> um, on the plus side, you know what? Google's already tracking you, so there you are. Right? Yeah. What, what's the worst that can happen, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, we got a few minutes before we got to go to break. Um, John Mueller, congratulations to John Mueller for uh, being named Search Personality of the Year. It, uh, on one side, it kind of brings up the controversy: should somebody from Google like be named Search Personality of the Year? And they're going to get a whole bunch of attention. Like, it's, uh, it's not like he had to work for his audience, but at the same time, he's worked for his audience. He really has. He's he's provided like critical information. And didn't Dwayne Foster? Didn't when he won, when he got to wear the golden tiara, didn't he? Uh, didn't he work at Bing at the time? I, I think he did. Um, I, I think he did. And I, I, I'll give it because this award is meant to just be who is the search personality, right? And I mean, you know, I, I might be biased because I like John, yeah. um, but at the same time, there's a bunch of people over at Google, right? Danny, Gary, Martin, right? Like there's, 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 you know, and others. I'll just go and others because there's a bunch, but those would be your sort of B-list Googlers from a like reputation. We all know them kind of way. Um, and, you know, he, he just rises to the top as the search personality. I think it makes sense um, that he is. And I think it is, it's just meant to recognize somebody in our industry who contributes greatly to it right like and it absolutely makes sense to me that that he won it it's, it's well earned guys had to put up with us for like years and we are not <laughs> an easy crew um, no, indeed. to put up with so i mean i've i've dug at him but i've also asked him questions and gotten some some great answers and i know he'll see my i know he sees my twitter feed because he'll like comment on certain things and i'm like i'm not always nice to google so i know you're seeing those ones you're not commenting on them but i i like you you, you know that i'm not uh, always favorable and 
you know, he's, he's got some, some pretty thick skin. Of course he might also agree and go, yeah, I wouldn't have done that on paid search. I get why you guys are mad, but he won't say that out loud. You know, in a, in a, in a, in a more egotistical narcissistic or perhaps just paranoid times, we, we think Google listens to this show. So, you know, <laughs> um, anyway, congratulations, John, uh, like seriously, well-deserved. Um, like I said, the, the, the guy does work for his audience. Yeah, like, abso- absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is probably a good time to take a break because the other topics that we have in front of us, all of them like involve some serious conversation. We got a negative SEO company. We got uh, core web vitals, uh, not being primary ranking factors, like of course they're not, um, but we really should talk about that. Um, one thing I do want to note before we go to go to commercial tomorrow, one p.m. at Search Engine Land. Um, things like this are important, and things like this are how we changed the way the world works. And I think you know uh, the last few months have pointed out kind of starkly that we really have vested interest in changing ways things work. Tomorrow, 1 p.m. at Search Engine Land, Ginny Marvin hosts a panel on the SEO gender gap and how to close it. Uh, Nicole, Nicole, uh, if, if, if I wreck anybody's first or last names here, uh, apologies ahead of time. This is Webcology. You should expect that. It happens. Um, Nicole De, uh, De, De Leon? Uh, Nicole DeLeon, founder and lead strategist at North Star Inbound. Um, Adela Solis, international SEO consultant, founder at Orianti, and Amanda Jordan, director of local search, local motive agency. They're on the panel. Register at Search Engine Land now. It starts at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Um, and again, these are the the, the kind of conversations that, that will make our worlds better. Indeed. I, I think that's a that's a great shout out to that one and a, and a great direction. And I'm looking forward to, to hearing you know, obviously, what would all of them have to have to say? Just had a great conversation about some hot sauce with Alita, so you know we'll have a <laughs> we'll, we'll continue that on to much more important subjects tomorrow. Brilliant. Okay, on that we got to take a break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. So, on behalf of Dave Davies for Beat Sunk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedge from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm on the 10th of September, 2020. Stick around. We got more coming up after these messages. tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Webmasterradio.fm, moving at the speed of light. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. 
Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 10th of September, 2020. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beesaw Internet Marketing. And uh, this segment of the show, we're going to be dealing with ranking at Google like strictly ranking at Google on two different sort of topics. Um, you know, this is about ranking at Google and about the way Google talks to us about ranking at Google. Um, <laughs> one of them I want to talk about, which is, which is, I want to cover this because I think David, when I mentioned this to you, your eyes are probably going to roll because you already know this. Um, but I think it's worth covering because I think there's um, a misconception out there um, from, again, from reading in the forums and also from just reading this article that, that got published in Search Engine Land. Uh, Google has, uh, has said you can recover from core updates without a new core update. Now, that doesn't seem like it should be big news um, because core updates are just Google changing some form of signals or the way they look at stuff or Google making some structural change in the way their algorithm works, but it doesn't mean that they aren't checking the website, rendering your pages, um, looking at those new metrics over and over and over again. Um, and, 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 and I'm curious why people might think we'd have gone back to essentially gone back to the days of the Google dance. Oh, I know. I, I think this is like, you don't have to wait until your mechanic changes your oil so that you can put a new thing uh, on, you know, a new song on the radio, right? Like <laughs> again, eh? unrelated, unrelated things. Um, and I think what it highlights is the misunderstanding about just the core well, what a core update is, which is funny because I actually wrote an article last week on, on um, SEM Rush um, in, in their blog on, on core updates. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it just really highlights that and, and people are viewing it like Penguin or something. I mean, not Penguin now, but Penguin early days, Penguin, the sort of rolled out Google Dance from the early 2000s, right? Rolled out. Mm -hmm. And you buckle up and you wait till the next one, and that's when impact comes. And well, that was a long time ago. That how what was Penguin like seven, eight years ago? Yeah, seriously. Um, um, and that was weird because that that was sort of going back to a time when a big change happened, and then we had to wait, yeah, till the next Penguin update because they completely pooched the way they looked at links, tanked a bunch of sites that didn't that oughtn't have gotten tanked, and what was it that he was almost like, you know nine months to a year before they issued the update that corrected tanking all those sites that oughtn't have gotten tanked. Right. Um, that was a long time ago, though. I mean, we live in a, we live in the, the Everflux universe where it's always churning. Um, and again, and just because it had a core update, there's nothing saying it should stop. Is there? Like, no. What am I missing here? No, I, I, and I think it, it is that. And, and I, I think I, I doubt we're actually going to see a world where we go, this is V1, V2, V3 of, of an update in the same way we did with, with Penguin. I, I just, I don't see that coming. But I, I think maybe the, the mentality, if, if people are trying to think about what is a core update, I personally view it like, and it's where I went with the automotive analogy, like getting your mechanic to tune up your engine. Like it doesn't actually fundamentally change anything about 
what's going on. It just makes it operate a little bit better. And how that operation is taking place, that is is going to be different from one to the other. And, and that you was part of my what's that? Ask any hypermiler. You know those you know those people who obsess about uh getting the maximum uh, gas mileage they possibly can out of their cars. Yeah. Ask any of them. Those tricks actually work to increase the performance of, of their car. Right. In fact, as crazy as many of those tricks as might, might seem, and this is just like SEO, um, not crazy, but as unnecessary as some of those tricks might seem, they actually work to, to increase the performance of the site. Mm-hmm. Well, and and something that I think might cause some of the confusion that that they have. First off, I mean, one of the problems they might have is there's a lot of core updates, right? So, yeah, there's probably one that kind of coincides with with when you might get a penalty or when you might recover, right? Like when you might be negatively, I shouldn't say penalty, but when your site might be negatively impacted by an algorithmic shift and when it might be be rewarded again. And there may be a coincidence that some function of, of the, uh, of a core update, like hummingbird, right. Moved us from, you know, into, into things, not strings. Okay. That may, that is going to have an impact pro or con on websites. And that might be adjusted in a further core update. So certainly, but the actual actions that you're taking um, are, are, it's not that you have to wait. It's not that there's going to be a correction. And I think that's where it's, it's, it's sort of the, the mentality of things where I think they, they Google would be wrong in that. Well, not wrong in this statement, but less right in this statement is if they screw up like they did with penguin three, if they screw up core update and they actually need to adjust that by updating the core again, right. They go, Oh, that did not go well. And then they need to do that. Like to undo that by, by with updates to the core, you would actually need a core. If Google's actually screwed up. But if it's just something about the metrics of your site, a core update isn't going to fix it. You're just going to have to fix your site. Um. A little bit of random Lyle love it. <laughs> Thanks, Brasco. Um Everyone should have a little bit of random Lyle love it dropped on them. That was awesome. Dab during the day. Um, Okay, so a core update. Uh, uh, you know, okay, I just remember where my thought was. I think the reason this happened is I remember, and I forget who it was, who said if a core update happens, there's nothing specific you can do to make your site recover from it, which I think was bunk advice. But um, what, 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 what the person was trying to say is don't chase the algorithm, just create quality content and make, make good web pages. Um, but they, 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 the way they phrase it was, you're not going to recover from a core update. So don't even, don't even try, which again was spunky advice, but I think that's where this comes from. It is. And doesn't it feel weird about well, You know what? Maybe not for you. Cause I know you've always been more a content SEO, right? Like, I mean, back when, when we were working together in like the very, very early two thousands, you were a content SEO. And I, I always leaned more to the tips and tricks and, and technical and, and, and that sort of side of SEO. And it, it, every time you're saying it, and, and I, even now I'm catching myself saying it, it's like, yeah, just, just build a good thing. That's, Mary's been like, just build good stuff. <laughs> and I would go what, and break it. That's um, what Google's there for. And, and that's, and finally, and finally the, the heyday of Google, and it's been, you know, over the past few years, they, they've certainly been there. It's like, okay, sort of 
my early era tactics. It feels weird to be saying it because I'm like, yeah, just do what I used to make fun of Matt Cutts for saying to do, right? Like, oh. And it was like, links don't work. Don't build links. No, that, that's, that's, no, oh. actually, you, you should build content that builds links, right? Okay, I get it. <laughs> Why is Google coming to your website? Because you got something that people might be interested in. So make more of the stuff they might be interested in. That's yeah. that's always just sort of made sense to me. But exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so again, just to reiterate, to make to beat the crap out of this dead horse, to make sure that we got it <laughs> and got it good, you can recover from a uh, core update uh, uh, loss of rankings it's probably not easy to move that needle, but that needle can be moved. And this is what bugs me. And and I'm, I'm this is this is Danny uh, Jacques Hughes. Danny, like this is straight for you, man. Didn't Google hire the greatest journalist of our niche and time of our generation be their ombudsperson? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, ombudsperson, ombud. Because um, I don't I don't think we should have to have that conversation. Here's another one that is going to cause a lot of confusion coming up in the, in, in the spring and moving and moving moving into summer of uh, 2021. I guarantee you, we're going to be talking about this. They're going to be talking about this in forums. We're going to be are going to be bitching about it, and people there's going to be a lot of confusion about it. So you remember how like uh, Core Web Vitals suddenly just appeared in Google Search Console, and then the next couple of days uh, articles started just appearing in search journals talking about how important primary uh, Core Web Vitals are going to be. And how they're going to be ranking factors, get used to it, make your faster sites. And this is like Google Plus all over again, because as it turns out, and actually it's not, because they're, they're not telling us ahead of time. Um, and this is a phrasing thing, guys, or folks. Core Web Vitals are not going to be a primary ranking factor, uh, says uh, uh, Gary Eyes, which makes sense. Absolutely. But they'll still be a ranking factor. Yeah, and I mean, uh, how much does that make sense? It's like HTTPS in in my mind. Like, okay, getting out, like, I mean, early HTTPS, not now it's throwing, like, browser issues at you and stuff like that, but early, where it's like, yeah, it was a minor thing. They couldn't just, like, okay, all of a sudden now HTTP is, you know, irrelevant. No, that that, that couldn't be. You look at something like this and go, I've I've actually dealt with many sites that rank very, very poorly on the core web vitals. Like, just they're abysmal. They mm-hmm. load just fine, right? These are light sites that, yeah, their core web vitals aren't great, but from a user standpoint, they're, they're fine. Like they're, they're absolutely adequate. So in the, in the, if we were dealing with a, with a, okay, they're, they're side by side. We've got two things that are going to satisfy the user equally. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's Google's going to need something to break that tie. There you go. But they still want to serve the user. So if the user is going to have to wait a, 18th of a millisecond longer or something because you didn't quite tweak your core web vitals to get content that's twice as good as another piece, your content wins. Right? Oh, yeah. Google, <laughs> Google wants to serve up the best possible content to meet the, meet the their assumptions about the query that the user entered. Yeah. Um, so your good content will win over the faster site. But Google still, and uh, uh, Google's been harping on this for about a year, and again, just the way they introduced Core Web Vitals, I think this was yeah. back, I think, in just in March, maybe in February. I think it was pre-pandemic, but it's really hard to tell these days, ain't it? Um, it's a communications issue that Google has that they've got to work on because you're going to have I, – I, I, you know, I, I bet you Google doesn't even see this as a problem. But 
for us, we have clients that spend money and this money is their advertising money. Um, and quite often that advertising money is a bet on their kid's school fund or something like that. Yeah. Um, and we need to direct them to invest it the wisest way possible. And so when Google gives us like the, 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 the tells us that this is going to be really important, they introduce it the way that they introduced it again, the, Something it, it 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 appears, and then the next day, a whole bunch of articles appear yeah. relating to it. So you're gonna, we're going to listen. Our ears are perked up. Something has changed in our environment, and we're paying attention. And then to and then to start um, obfuscating. Well, maybe it's not going to be so important. Right. That's that's a communications thing. And like I said earlier, and I I, I'm, I have so much respect for Danny Sullivan. I got a lot of respect for 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 uh, Mueller. I got a lot of respect for Spit, and I got a lot of respect for Ease. And anyone who 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 stands up and tries to explain something as complicated as, as Google, but don't make the explanations complicated. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. Now, one thing that is nice, and I, I'm just this is where I'm going to give them a thanks on the Core Web Vitals because so rarely, so rarely does Google go. Here's a thing that now again getting back to I'm sort of a technical SEO. Here's here's a thing, and then when you do it, you can just hit a button, and we'll tell you if it worked, right? Like where within five seconds of doing a thing, I can go, did that work? And then actually see it go from like red to yellow or yellow to green. <laughs> it's like oh, it went green. That's fantastic, right? Or this number changed by a tenth of a second. Well, they do that, and the schema. They have excellent schema right. tools. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Bing just introduced a one touch. What was that? Um, shoot, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry, folks at Bing. I'm thinking of of how Bing took away uh, geotargeting, but I know I know that Bing also just introduced a new one touch reporting thing, and I'm spacing what it is, and that's that's awful. They have their robots one that uh, that just rolled out. A oh, couple robots text. Okay, yeah. Um, so they it it'll find and not fix, but it'll find and report on on crawling issues. <laughs> Just um, as you say it, I see the article at Search Engine Land. Yay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. You know what? It reinforces. I've said it so many times on this show, and I'm going to say it again. Um, Bing Webmaster Tools, for anybody not using it, it is the hands down one of the best free tools out there. Yes, if you're going to, like, dump money on tools, there, there are, are, are better, obviously, like more robust tool sets. But leaps and bounds ahead of search console. I'm not saying replace search console. You need to see what Google sees, but <laughs> um, hands down a great tool. And anyway, I just, I'm just going to say it again because it's one of those like, and this is an example of Bing handing us a great tool to understand problems with our site. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, just wanted to get that in there because we were talking about Cindy uh, or Christy rather, not Cindy, um, Christy Olson from Bing having our back on the Google taking away our keywords. So I'm going to pass her another solid. <laughs> and your guys' tools are great too and, and, and superior in that way. Is uh, Ad spend is shifting. I'm not saying it's shifting away from uh, from Google cost per click. And in fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a little bit more spend going into Google cost per click now. But from where you're sitting, um, are your clients wanting more control with the ad spend um they do they want a bit more bang for their buck right about now 
Um, you know what? I'm, I'm actually in an odd spot where I have um, our largest paid search client shifting uh, significantly to uh, branding and reach right now. So it's a wow. weird time asking. Um, but that, that as an aside, taking out that, that sort of one-off um, scenario, most Uh-oh. of our clients have pretty much st- stuck to it. Just CPA-based just keep us a good solid CPA and, and trying to capture market share during this time rather than trying to cut back spend. Okay. So the reason, the reason I'm asking is I'm wondering if, if um, Google is doing itself a disservice by um, making it more difficult for, uh, for, for people to work inside this environment. You know, they, they, they are and they aren't. I, I, try, I try and always remember things from a my standpoint, but I'm not necessarily the bulk of their revenue standpoint. Well, I mean, I, I don't mean me personally, but people at, at, at the level that, of, of information that I would have or above. And, and there are certainly many people that probably know many things that I don't. But if we start at mine and go, me and everybody smarter than me <laughs> at paid search. I don't know. We can pull on Nava one of these days and, and chat paid search with her because I, I would put her as one of the people that is, is probably higher than really I really should actually. Um, you know, and ask her sort of the same question. But I don't believe we're the bulk of the revenue. I think the bulk of the re- I get a lot of campaigns coming and they're not in great shape, but they're DIY. I went in, Google gave me a credit and then all of a sudden, I forgot about the credit running out and I'm like $3,000 in <laughs> and like, they just let this little budget going at like, you know, $5 a day or something, but it's been three years and their bookkeeper just saw Google showing up and was, you know, nobody asked the questions and then I'll get them. Um, you know, and they're sort of going, ah, this is horrible. And I think there's a lot of that or might be even doing decent management. Um, those standpoints, I think they are actually making a lot of this a lot easier for a layperson coming in. I think they've got a lot of tools and a lot of campaign structures that if you don't know what you're doing are superior to what we had a few years back that required understanding more complicated things. They're, they're sort of happy to take your money even if you don't know stuff. And if you do give them your money, it's probably going to go better than it would have five years ago. But if you are experienced in this area, it is getting more difficult um, and Google's giving us more tools, but at the same time, taking away a lot of controls, right? And yeah. it looks like they, they might be getting away, uh, away from, from some of the, uh, uh, ad types that we sort of have leaned on, um, a lot and sort of making us hand them over to the, to the machine learning systems. Um, and this is just based on, on Barry, um, had shared a couple screenshots a while back with creating an ad and I wasn't able to duplicate it, creating ads, but with their, text ads removed, like where you're basically going into the responsive, where these are the ones that you would have to create, you know, that you can put up to 15 headlines and four descriptions, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff, and let Google's machine learning systems do it, as opposed to me going in and going, here's my three headlines, show them in this order. If you can only pick two, here's, the, you know, pick the first two, here's my descriptions, one and two, if you're only showing one show, what right where I can just go, this is my ad as opposed to the machine learning systems. However, for folks who do, if they do go that way, if you get trapped in it, and I don't remember to bring it up then, just create a responsive ad with three headlines and two descriptions and pin them. And that's just going to be your workaround because you can actually pin something into a specific spot and they can't take that away because some people have legal reasons to have to pin in disclaimers. 
So they won't be able to take that away. So if they do take away responsive or, or they do take away the expanded text ads, um, just, just create ads with, with three titles, two descriptions, pin them into their positions and Google can't really do anything about that. Um, but, uh, but that, I know that's what we'll be doing anyway. Okay. We got time, for, time for one more story for, we got to take a break. Um, this is, uh, this is one that actually kind of really pisses me off. Um, it'll probably really piss you off too when I when I when I tell it to you. Um, how to frame this? Have you ever been so angry at a client that you wanted to nuke them, just destroy? Ev- Not that you would. I mean, in like uh, everyone gets mad. Sometimes you get like Hulk rage mad, but you don't actually turn into a Hulk. Right. Um. Well, this is a really bad story about a really bad SEO company that did a really bad thing and went all Hulk-tastic on their uh, on their uh, very quickly former client. So this came up in uh, Google support um, just just a couple of days ago. Um, company company tells a uh, company cancels their uh, discontinues their service with an SEO company, and so that SEO company. Um, says either you have to pay me two more months or um, uh, 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 I'm going to take a small claim score that wasn't in their contract. A uh, guy refuses to pay for the two more months. So the SEO company takes over their Google My Business listing and proceeds to ravage everything from that point forward. Um, takes over the, the Search Console profile and it's such a racing pages. Um, trashes completely trashes uh this guy's uh, uh, uh business listing he is now marked as permanently closed on um google my business uh he has reestablished access to google my business but does not have access to search console and is well uh screwed yeah, you know what's what's interesting here, and there are there are good SEOs, and, and this okay, I'm going to like be inadvertently patting myself on the back here because I was about to try and do something. Somebody obviously beat me the punch in because I, I saw that post just just seconds ago. My knee jerk reaction was I have a fairly trusted Google profile, like a Google local profile, mm-hmm. because I yes, that serves me in business, but I don't lie, right? Like I I just I I do what I could do, and and, and I do it for for a lot more than our customers. Um, and so I was immediately going there to go, okay, you know what? I'll mark you as, as open. I'll undo this, this damage that's been done because I have a trusted user profile. Somebody beat me to the punch, which is great. So obviously there's other SEOs that are going, okay, let me just, let me fix what I can of your problem here. Yeah. That, that's where I want. That's where I wanted to go with the story. Just to round it out saying there are great people in the world who's helped, who have helped this guy out. But this is something that I think that, 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 site owners and uh, clients of SEO um, services aware of um, the stuff can be done. Yeah. You know what? You're actually inspiring me. I, I'm, I'm actually jotting it down. Sorry. I'm holding up like somehow this is visual. I'm, I'm jotting this down as a piece of paper. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to write an article and it, it's like, Hey, you could almost be shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, but I'm going to do a, a piece coming up on how to prepare to leave your SEO company. <laughs> Here's nope. all the things to do. No skin um, on my nose. On, on, on your way out. Um, and I've seen a lot. I'm sure you have too, where I'll like go into somebody's like Google Analytics, look into their the users that are in there, and I'm like, 
who are these people and share it. And they're like, oh, that was an SEO we worked with like back then, or that's an employer or an employee from like three years ago. I'm like, let me, let me fix this for you. And I'll actually send an email if, if a client's leaving our services. Um, you know, we have one right now who's selling their company and go, don't forget to take us out. Right. We yeah. want to remove us from these things. Now, in my case, it's so that if something goes wrong, don't look at me. Yep. <laughs> like, I had nothing. I had nothing to do with that. Somebody went into your, you know, didn't update your WordPress plugins. It was not me that, didn't, that broke something here. Yeah, the, the, there are serious liability issues. You once once you're off someone's case, you want nothing to do with their profiles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly. That said, there is one that I still watch. I still watch. <laughs> I know. Eight years later, he still hasn't removed me. Yeah, um, we we've all got, I think, a couple like that where it's like, oh, okay, just out of. I need to know how this how this story ends um, as they as they go across. Okay, on that we got to take a break uh, here on Webcology at WebmasterRadio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beatside Internet Marketing, Stream Hedge Digital East Media, stick around. We got more coming up after these messages. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing new results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's September 20. Twenty week umpteenth in the uh, actually it's probably week up twentieth and week up thirtieth in the COVID crisis, um, and uh, yeah, we're plugging along into the last quarter of the show. Um, it's an interesting one that just uh, that that came out a little bit uh, earlier this week. Remember how uh, getting bad links from like you know really bad domains like Viagra or Porn or Cialis or just like crappy uh, spammer domains or whatever would be like the touch of death and you had to go disavow them and all that stuff. Yeah. You'd call, you might have called that a, uh, a toxic URL or a toxic link, yeah? Yeah. According to John Mueller, since uh, 
the uh, fourth iteration of Penguin. Um, Google hasn't cared about bad links, toxic domains. Um, they don't even have a concept of toxic domain any longer. It, it, you know what? And, and that makes sense. It's interesting because I, I was thinking of, of this just a couple days ago because I, a, a client had sent me a thing going, and, and here's another proposal. And one of those in there was disavowing all the back, bad backlinks, right? Like this was actually in this, in this oh. proposal. And I was like, okay, no, I actually sent them this like, uh, to this piece going, thank you, John. No, uh, we, we don't do that anymore. If you had a problem, and they, they've said that a few times, right? Like, if you have a problem, then you can use the disavow tool. But it is not something you are supposed to just be doing. And as John Mueller's pointed out, that's why it's a tucked away thing. <laughs> like, yep. that's why this isn't a thing that's like, oh, and here's where you look at your links. And right below that, we're going to put a button to tell us the ones you don't want, right? <laughs> like, if it was an important thing you're supposed to be doing, they would put it in, in like that, the, the links location or something like um, so I think it is great to get this clarity, though, for for exactly that reason to let people know not to don't don't touch it. Now, before before I phrase, what I'm going to say I need to say I think <laughs> just written in, in big capital letters. This is like your 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 crazy right wing uncle tweeting to you. I think in big capitals um, that if you get a whole mess of. Um, irrelevant or shall we say crap craptastic links all at the same time pointing to your domain and it's clear that you've sent somebody who doesn't really give a damn out to go do this for you um i don't think the penalty is as bad as it used to be which used to actually be quite severe um but i do think that google's going to look unfavorably at it but i think if like just links appear and they're crappy google doesn't really want to even bother with the processing power to care anymore no i mean wikipedia i'm sure if i dove deep into their backlink profile i'd find you know russian porn right like in their backlink profile right like that's what do you think jimmy wales does all day it's gonna it's gonna be in there somewhere um you know so like basically we all have bad links and so you know that's 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 the way of it. And if you go in and you try and disavow all of them, there's a very good chance that baby's going out with the bathwater. Like it'll probably be, if you're disavowing it, it's not going to be a super high level link, but you're probably going to disavow stuff that actually is passing some weight, be it. Oh, oh yeah. Or just cause it's, it's there, right? Like a, you know, no follow link will actually pass some weight. <laughs> I got to tell you, the only reason I do, I do hardcore link analysis now, the only reason at all is to figure out what sectors tend to provide the or tend to react best to a request for uh, linking to content. Exactly. The only reason I bother with major link analysis now is to find out where I'm not wasting my time. Well, no, and that makes great sense. I'll often do it when I'm okay. How hard is this going to be? Right, like I'm trying to figure out how long is this project going to take. When can I tell this client <laughs> they'll see results? Well, if you've got eight links and everybody in the top ten has eight thousand or more. <laughs> buckle up it's going to cost you a lot and it's going to take a long time why don't we pick some lower level things first <laughs> to, to go after <laughs> let's talk about paid search for a little while shall we um you know but you know that's that's sort of it's not a okay let's let's tear this apart not well i'm just thinking like eight, eight or nine years ago um i was very concerned about who was linking in and oh, yeah. where those things were coming from and the veracity of those links and how close to topic those links were and I, I was worried about anchor text and links, all that stuff, eh? Yeah. Not so much anymore. 
Not so much. But I mean, it's it never hurts to have spot check. I know I've gotten some automated reports that'll like detect if like there's a big spike, right? And some sometimes those are exciting. Sometimes you see that and you go, "Wow, I did not know that that was going to go viral," right? Like, and, and a client's put out a piece of content that's like, "Okay, people love that." <laughs> well, yeah. When you see anomalous activity, you got to pay attention always, yeah, like always. under any circumstance for sure. Um, My and that's good. By the way. I would love to be able to, to 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 freak out about um a client getting a whole bunch of links because they wrote a damn good article. That that that, that, would, that would be a very good day. Those are my favorite things. There's actually one client specifically who consistently does that. One does it on social, and I've got one that does it on on just backlinks. Um, and I'm just like, okay, well, you, you just keep doing that. Can you tell us what to do? That thing you did last time. Like, <laughs> if I tell you, it won't go as well as you because um, it's high, high, high tech stuff. I'm like, nope, you just. You just keep going. <laughs> Google wants you to do this organically, so I can't actually give you any yeah. advice. But, I can tell uh, you some structures, and I've walked through them. Okay, you come up with the idea, and here's some tools, right? Like, because they are high tech, and like, let me just take you through the path I would go down, right? And now you dream up your top level. Here's the path on I would go down to figure out what your supplemental content on that page should be, because I don't even understand half the terms you're using. So let's just assume that you're smarter than I am right now and that I can show you some skills to assist you. Um, so. Okay. Um, Moving into another topic. Uh, we got probably got time for two more. I got one. Do you, do you, do you got anything? I Let's cover your one and I'll go through my tabs. I have a whack of tabs open. So the short answer would be yes. Okay. So this is another one of the ones that I th- we're covering just because there's confusion out there and there shouldn't be. Um, Google can penalize you at the drop of a hat without you knowing it. And you look in uh, search console one day and you don't even see a manual or a, uh, uh, auto or a, uh, algorithmic notice. Google can still do that. Julia. Yes. Um, well, and doesn't this make sense, right? I mean, we're, and they, they always did like, we're, yeah. this is not some new thing. Manual actions had a, at a, basically a warning and that's because a manual action takes manual undo <laughs> like a human being needs to see it algorithmic just they i don't may even or may really not warn you i i don't even think of it anymore and it sounds so googly i mean maybe they brainwash me at this point but when it's algorithmic i don't even really think of it as a penalty right it's it's and i i, I know I, I sound like matt like i've got the the the, the soul of matt cuts coming coming forth <laughs> right now but it's like it's not it, it's 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 just an, an algorithmic shift it's 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 a downgrading um of, of signals that should have been downgraded to begin with right and and that's sort of how i view it is if it's algorithmic it's just them not favoring something they did before and chances are they probably shouldn't Right, like shouldn't have to, to begin with, you know. I mean, we all remember these, and I mean, I love the day when you could just like blast, you know, four backlinks and Dave's affiliate sites go through the roof. But then they figured that out and they went away. Was it a penalty on those links? Not really. They just devalued them to a point where Dave couldn't make gobs of cash off affiliate marketing by just building forum links. He had to come up with different ways to buy different links to do the same job. But um, you know, we're going back to the to the to the dark dark side of things. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think if we if we try and view this more as a they're just adjusting the weighting of different signals and how they understand something like links or content or entities on a page or, or the interconnectedness of a page or how a page renders and, and favoring the, the human experience versus um, 
you know, the, 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 the bot experience, right? I mean, the, these things all just impact things. Is it a penalty? No, it, it's not. It's just their understanding of the world has changed and you need to now adjust to their under, new understanding of the world or go, wow, that was wrong. Let's just hold tight, right? And we've all been there. Oh, nope, that didn't go well. So let's just hold on for a couple of weeks <laughs> because they're going to have to hit the way back button on this one in, in some way or another because it, it didn't it didn't go well, right? I mean, you and I have talked about that a few times on the show when an, an update will happen. And we're like, just, just hold. Just, just hold. This is like a game of chicken, right? <laughs> but not, don't, don't go freaking out right now. It's not just that. It's, it's also like a game of bobbing apples, sort of. Like, like when things get churned around in the pot, think, um, like there, there's, a, there's an algo update, and suddenly you drop. It's not necessarily a penalty. It's not necessarily anything wrong with your website. It's just right. Google reevaluating everything in that in that area. That that. Um, that node of search of its of its index and you could be suppressed for a couple of days and pop right back up to a higher position just because your apple bo- well for your signals pleased google but your apple bobbed that way is what it's going to appear like right right well and i mean these are these are all very helpful things and something that is is it just, you know, if your site drops and you suspect that it, it will bounce that, you know, you look at the sites that are all of a sudden winning and you're like, that's not better. Like if you can actually think to yourself realistically, that's not better. Um, what I have often done, and it's just kind of fun to do and can sometimes provide insight is look at what signals they do have, right? Look at what is it about that site that might have tricked Google. Don't go changing yours right now, but what is it about that site that did trigger that because clearly that's going to be insight into areas that Google's algorithm is trying to work in maybe unsuccessfully at their first kick at that can, but what areas, if, if you see all of a sudden, Oh, it has these kinds of links or it has this kind of content on the page. I got a perfect example of this. I can't, I can't name the client. I'm afraid I wish I could, but uh, uh, it's a larger client. They have one of those, one of those large e-com sites that just seem to never end. Mm-hmm. So you can take sections of it and do a little bit of it this way here, a little bit of it this way there, a little, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and see what works best. So it, I just picked these guys up about six months ago. Um, I'll say on a quarter of their product index, I changed uh, metadata and titles. On another quarter, I worked specifically on uh, uh, body content. Okay. Um, just curious, you know, and I'm, right. I'm out, so I'll do the opposite. Um, next time, next pass, and these guys are good right. for a year, so I can, I can, I can do this a couple of times. And um, so far, by the way, just ancillary results don't mean nothing, but ancillary results suggest titles were the more powerful of the two. Interesting. Um, but 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 to be able to experiment like that um, and see which to break uh, a website down into component pieces and then mess with little components and see. If you can move the needle a little bit from that component to another, it's kind of a luxury, but it's also kind of what we got to do. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. And to, speaking of testing, you know what? I was going to go with a, with a story here. Uh, there's some new attributes. So I'll just say that there's some new attributes in Google My Business. Go take a look at them. The stories over on Search Engine Roundtable. A little update on something we were chatting a week ago, and, and you're talking about testing. I had mentioned I have a client, JavaScript site. John Mueller said you shouldn't need pre-rendering anymore. We've pulled three URLs out of it. Uh, just one week update, and I'll update again next week. One week update. Looks like John Mueller's full of it. 
I mean, I, I'm sure he's right in many of the cases, but with the technology we have in place, uh, looks like John Mueller might be wrong, but it's angular. So it's not really a super like out there one. And he said most, uh, but it, it looks like pre-rendering um, it is still necessary, but I will report back again in a week because it might just be that they're they're not figuring it out because we switched from pre-rendered to to non. Um, but it, we're we're not getting great signals um, early on, and thankfully the client is willing to just just hold with me <laughs> and, and ride this test out. Interesting, interesting indeed. Well, um, that'll put a dent in the tiara. It, it will. It will. And I will be interested. I will actually send them the full specs and go, why didn't it work? Why? Why did it not work in this case? And so hopefully we can actually shed some light onto people who have the same scenarios that we do, um, because that is the sort of advice they do give accurate advice on. It's like, why technically can you not see this? They want to answer that for themselves as much as they want to answer it for me. So um, ho hopefully we can find out and I get a little more insight into their rendering systems and how those of us that can't get just naturally rendered <laughs> or there are requiring rendering or pre-rendering anyway i know we, we, we were cutting short and i will update on that next week when i have two weeks of probably lost rankings we are about to get cut short incidentally we've gone full clock and full hours so um we gotta we gotta come to a close so on behalf of dave davies from visa talking internet marketings jim head from digital always media you guys have been listening to webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the 10th of september 2020 um friends covid continues be good neighbors wear masks don't spread the disease wash your hands frequently don't touch your face stay safe and uh we'll talk to you next week rank well opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterio.fm is prohibited. <laughs>